Hey everybody, welcome to Everything Goes. Anyway, I'll let everybody get a chance to come on in. And hopefully everybody got the uh, the memo about 3 p.m. So we'll just give it a minute here. Uh, just set up. I always mess up there. All righty. Trickling in. Hey again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's show is going to be a multifaceted show. It's going to be a little bit about the past, a little bit about the future, and some points in between. Some of the things that we've been hearing might be questionable at this point. Again, everybody, welcome to the show that's coming into the chat room. Here we go. Um, nothing can be set in stone, I guess, these days because... Uh, everything is subject to change based on the information that keeps on coming through. And everything needs to be tested. You know, the Bible tells you test all things, test all things and hold fast to what's good. You know, and I think it's important that, you know, we take that to heart. Take it to heart. Hey, be the light made it. Yay. Right on time. No, actually, I was one minute early. One minute early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting good at that. Being one minute early or a minute and a half early or right on the button. Oh, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Usually I'm late for my own show. <laughs> Usually. Anyway, uh, I got a reminder today from a friend of mine in, uh, in uh, Calgary, in Alberta, to talk about blood, you know, to talk about blood. And I'm going to talk about chickens. Uh, you know, and talking about what's going on with the chickens. Hey, Yanni made it to you. All right. Hey, Yanni, how you doing? Um, uh, let's talk about blood. Let's talk about blood because the Bible says life is in the blood. Imagine that. Gen another genetic expression said in a different way. Life is in the blood. We've all heard about the stories about, you know, the young baby in, the, in New Zealand where the medical field uh literally caused this child to die because they gave it contaminated blood by the injected okay solution might be to that is maybe have your blood drawn and before a surgical procedure happens so that they will use your blood now i don't know if they will use your blood and i don't know if that procedure is uh doable but um you know, it's, uh, hey, how you doing? But it may be a concept, you know, to have blood drawn, your blood. Because it seems to me today that the atrocity that's going on against mankind is to eliminate mankind. And I don't know how many alien, demonic, fallen angel, however way you want to entitle the, the whole scenario here, is among us today to eliminate the population. The whole concept of we got too many people on the planet and now we have an organization that's going to decide who lives and who dies. This reminds me of the Star Trek, a couple of Star Trek shows back way back in the first one in uh, with crap, Captain Kirk, you know, uh, where he met this one guy and his daughter and they had, they these guys had decided who was going to live and who was going to die on the planet. Another scenario, there was a war, an intergalactic or interplanetary war going on. It was all done with artificial intelligence. And whoever 
got had the strike. They had an agreement that wherever it was was uh, stricken, that they would send people into a suicide chamber where they would be vaporized. You know, we are these scenarios that they were showing us is what they're doing today. Um, I was listening to a um, no 1958 uh, interview with uh, Aldous Huxley. I'm going to play some of it. And then somebody sent me something from, uh, I was listening to another fellow, and he had a quote from um, Mein Kampf. Uh, I'm going to read that too. I may as well do that now, I guess. Um, give me a second. Now listen to this and pay attention to this because this is what's going on. The officials, I won't call them elite. Let's just call them officials. Okay, or assholes, depending on how you want to define it. These officials are deciding who's going to live and who's going to die. And in Canada, we are not in the business of healing people anymore. Okay, if you've got a problem going on in old Canada, in our home and native, what well, used to be, <laughs> now you're going into the hospital and you may not come out. You may get executed, you may get injected, you may become infected with a pandemic. We should be calling this the pandemic disease. Because it seems like every time you turn around, we have a new pandemic that started way back with the corona three years ago. So let's call it, you may get infected with a pandemic disease by, being in, by having something inserted into your body that will engage and initiate the self-destruction of your genetic code. Okay. But anyway, the that's that's O Canada. Oh Canada. Okay. So and this is going on throughout the Commonwealth, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, UK, the Motherland, United States, Canada, and the Caribbean, throughout the world, Europe as well. Okay, only after such measures have been put into practice can a medical campaign against the scourge begin with some hope of success. But here again, half measures will be valueless. Half measures will be valueless. Keep that in mind. That's why we have this constant pandemic outbreak. I call it a pandemic disease. Okay, far-reaching and important decisions will have to be made. It would be doing things by halves if, if incurables were given the opportunity of infecting one healthy person after another. This would be that kind of humanitarianism which could allow hundreds to perish in order to save the suffering of one individual. In other words, if you are defective and you, as say, engage in some genetic exchange and produce offspring or <laughs> be around people and be a burden, to save you would kill off the healthy stock. Now, that doesn't make really much sense because if they are healthy stock, they'd be able to endure whatever. But anyway, that's, again, biology back, back way back when. The demand that it should be made impossible for defective people to continue to propagate defective offspring is a demand that is based on most reasonable grounds and its proper fulfillment is the most humane task that mankind has to face. Unhappy and undeserved suffering in millions of cases will be spared with the result that there will be a gradual improvement in the national health. A determined decision to act in this manner 
will at the same time provide an obstacle against the further spread of venereal disease. <laughs> we're, at, we're at AIDS now, or wherever we're at. It would then be a case where necessary of mercilessly isolating all incurables. Perhaps a barbaric measure for them unfortunates, for those unfortunates, but a blessing for all the present generation and for posterity, the temporary pain thus experiencing in this century can and will spare future thousands of generations from suffering. Now, this came from a, from a, as a result of um, an interview with Trump. Now, Trump made this comment. I'm not a Trumper. I'm not an anti-Trumper. I'm not a pro-Trumper. Not an anti-Biden. I'm not a pro-Biden. I think all politicians are crooks. They're all in bed together. They're all doing whatever they do in bed together, and they 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 calculate what they're going to do with the general population. And Trump's no different in my mind. Trump made a comment saying that his actions saved a million people. Saved, oh, sorry, a hundred million people. Saved a hundred million people. Now think about that for one minute, what he actually said there. Again, it was double speech, a good sales, sales uh, presentation. He saved 100 million people. At what expense? He killed 270 million or 240 million people to save 100 million people. Does that ring a bell? Do you, you, are you understanding this, this concept of contorting the wording? We are warp speeding a bioweapon, hasn't been truly tested except in, la in the lab, had been already made, you know, 10, 12 years before he came on the scene, made this preposterous comment that, you know, they did something unbelievable. They had a vaccine in five to nine months or whatever the hell time-breaking method they had. They already had it made. It was locked on ice. All they had to do then at that point is replicate the, the shit they had made. And then he had the audacity to warp speed this thing. In, and he, how many soldiers did he kill? How much suffering did he cause across the United States? And that same methodology was spread across the planet. He's part of the planet side that went on. He's not, he's not innocent by no stretch of the imagination. I, don't, I have no idea why Americans still think that he's going to help them. You know, he's fucked them seven ways a Sunday, as far as I can see. And this is true in Canada. Canada, we've taken it a step further. Not only have we propagated and perpetuated the bioweaponry, now we're perpetuating another means of killing people by killing off either uh, through suicide, MAID, the either murder, murder assisted, um, uh, uh, death. I forget the, uh, the ice stands. Oh, you keep forgetting that one. But when we're looking at all this bullshit that's going on, now you can't even go into a hospital because you go into a hospital, you may not come out. Um, Tony, what do you suggest for severe toothache? Garlic. Take garlic, extract it in alcohol, your choice, whatever you want to use. Um, do the blender method that we show you. And again, when it gets done, filter it and be very careful with it because when, as soon as you make it that way, it is hot, very hot. It's hotter than pepper and it can burn. So only use drop amounts. You can even put a little bit on the tooth and do that every three hours. It takes about a day for that to settle down. 
Because once you extract it, it's very power powerful. Um, you know. So um never got an email. Okay. All right. So um me too. I never got an email. Me too. What? Okay, you guys send me your email. Get I what you didn't get an email? Really? Okay. Usually you're on the list. Okay, let me double check. Send me an email saying you didn't get it, and I'll put you on a double check to make sure you're not on the list. Alrighty. Um, so anyway, we got this. This um, uh, uh, we got this nonsense going on in the name of whatever um, with the violation of life you know, life. And this is the other question everybody needs to ask themselves. Instead of just accepting the fact that the world is overpopulated, and I have no idea why we're accepting this bullshit from a group of liars and thieves and inbred people um, in regarding to listening to them, um, where they're getting these numbers from. Is Organite or Shungite good for EMF protection? Shungite is good, but do not wear it. Put it outside. If you got big chunks of it, put it around the house, away from the house. It has a deflective effect, but it's not going to be the end-all, be-all. You're going to have to do a lot more inside the house in order to do any real, realistic protection. Um, hey, Tony, we have a large family-owned pharmacy by my house. They also do compounding of herb. Good. We have one of those in Windsor as well. They often throw medications and supplies out. Last night I checked the dumpster and they threw out a large box of about 50 sealed medications such as um, clomipin, trazodone, lithium, or oh, lithium really, oxycodone, really. Many varieties seizure, uh, of seizure and blood pressure and anxiety bipolar medication. Should I keep from keep them for, late, for barter? They threw away large sealed um, potassium chloride, I would keep, uh, lithium. I wouldn't use oxycodone. You got to be careful with that. I mean, that has some benefit. I don't know about the other two, the clomipin and the uh, trazodone. I have no idea, but you better check the dates and you better, if you've grabbed the stuff, do the research on this stuff and see what the lifespan of these things are. Some of these things will last for decades, you know, but lithium, you should just forget that, throw that away. Uh, trazodone and uh, clomipin. I have no idea again what they do. Oxycotin uh, may have some benefit, but again, it can affect hormones, so you got to really be careful with that one. Potassium chloride definitely would keep that. You know, that isn't going to go bad. Um, but yeah, do some research on it. Um, um, so, can I use Celtic sea salt? That's all you should be using. Dark gray color. Yep. I love dumping. Okay, oxys are fun. Here we go. <laughs> Somebody playing with oxys. Why are the so-called biohackers promoting lithium orotate? Because it causes brain damage. Okay, they say it's a safer form because it's in an orotatic acid. The or acid allows it to become more soluble and more bioavailable, and it's probably on a nano scale. So when it gets into the brain, it doesn't normally come out. And if it, any of it does come out, it can cause kidney failure. You have to understand something, Mr. Bean. You don't read a lot that you should, you just follow. You, you're one of these type of people that just follow the narrative without questioning anything and doing any real hardcore research. 
Lithium is a metal that they used to use way back in the day to deal with bipolar issue and alcoholism, but it had side effects, bad ones. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> now, I'm not being feisty. <laughs> I'm just being, you haven't been here for the last couple of shows. <laughs> There's a reason. So anyway, you need to do a little research. Just because a guru promotes something doesn't mean it's good. They're promoting C60. They're pro pr promoting uh, terahertz frequencies. They're promoting zeolites. They're promoting you know, all kinds of shit in the last decade. That was promoted way back in the 90s and they took it off the market and they brought it back again. So, you know, you need to really do a little, you know, get anchored. Quit following the knuckleheads. Uh, you know, it's amazing. Just amazing. Um, let's see here. Tony, can you please make a video how to use hydrogen water? Now, I don't even play with hydrogen water, to be honest with you. So, you know, I'm not going to, that ain't going to happen anytime soon. Uh, they threw a book away too that I can't find on the internet in the 2010 Pharmacy Fundamentals reference. Hey, I keep that for sure. Um, okay. See? <laughs> 360. Yeah, that's about right. That's about the time I would send these things out. Uh, looking at what's going on today, the narrative has been, been talked about in regarding to population um, I don't know what you would call it, purity, you know, and we, and again, if we look in the last hundred years, 19th century, excuse me, there's been no cures. How is it after the second world war, no cures came about anymore? Nothing. Nothing was looked at. Nothing was really being dealt with. And, and all that was going on was suppression of, of uh health issues why is it um why is it that in that time frame they've had cures they can they had cures for cancer back in 1902 1904 you know up until 1920 1930 you had cures for cancer why is it today we have no cures for cancer the rockefeller institute has the cures for cancer all kinds of them we've given people cures for cancer just down here where i'm at that work so why isn't the, um, well, it's not just there's no money in it, okay? I think it's a little bit more than there's no money in it. We have enough people daily that are sick with something. I mean, we have 9.9 .9 out of 10 that have some kind of health issue today. You know, ah, phenomenal made it in, okay. Uh, so it's not like there's no money in it. You know, you may not make the billions that they're making today because they have to con they have control over the medical institution, but there is money in cures. It's just unfortunately that if they cure you, that means you live longer. And if you live longer, that means you use up more resources. And if you use up more resources, that means that's going to be less for somebody else. But the resources as well are also controlled by the, by the officials the multinationals and whatnot that control the resources. And again, they don't want to lose profit in that regard. Okay, the price of gasoline in Canada right now, I think we're at 140 a liter. I'm not sure where it's at right now. But why, why is our gas price so high when we produce the shit here? You go to the Middle East where they produce the uh, oil, there the gas prices are around between 30 and 50 cents a gallon. So something's wrong with that picture, right? 
Why is it we're going into electric cars when the electric cars actually use up more resources than the petrol car does and is less toxic? Um, so, you know, so again, uh, they have been purposely killing the population, experimenting on, on the, on the, uh, the populace, you know, nobody, I mean, look, how many people knew that back in the uh, 60s and 70s that in Chicago, they had dumped uh, radioactive material all over the city as an experiment. No, nobody even knew about it until about 20 years later. How about the Tuskegee experiments that were done in, in the South, you know, injecting people with uh, venereal disease, a specific group of people that they experimented on. How is it people don't understand that the natives in Alert Bay and in that part of Canada were, again, genocided and, ex and experimented and exploited on? This has been going on in North America forever. I've often compared North America to a bio lab that's been, that they've been using to do whatever, you know. Um, so uh, cancer is a mystery to me. It's a matter of what, what to use and how and where to get. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Fiona has a telegram group. Can we all join that? Well, you should ask her. <laughs> it's her group, right? So get, you contact her. Um, so uh, too many people, they want dead. Well, it's, it's a matter of, I think it's not just a matter of too many people, they want dead. It's a matter of uh, power and sustaining their power base, you know. Um, uh, there you go. She, so she gave you the invite. So go on, go to her channel. Um, there are many levels of layers to what is going on. Long-term goals to total world. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but anyway, this, this statement here was from the book of Mein Kampf. And then Aldous Huxley was doing an interview back in the 60s, I believe, or 58, 1958 or thereabouts. And when you hear him talking, okay, the forecast of what he was saying um, in regarding to where we're at today, he pretty much defined the narrative all the way through. It was amazing how what he was saying and where we're at today uh, reflected very strongly, um, you know. Um, let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, got that. Got that. Well, let me get into the chicken thing first. I want to talk about chickens. Chickies. I like eating chicken. I know you do too. And okay, there was a thing out in regarding to um, how come chickens weren't laying eggs. There's been a problem with chicken laying eggs. And I just got a call this week locally here in Essex County, out in the farms, because I help some of the farmers sometimes, that the chickens were now having respiratory issues, like they had a pneumonia. And so I gave her some stuff, and so we've been working all week off and on to get these chickens back on board. Anyway, so I get an email from Japan. She sends me something that, again, there's been a chicken leg a chicken egg laying problem and um turns out that the chickens are being fed a feed that is stopping them from laying eggs 
imagine that. And you're paying $8 a carton for eggs now. What they did, what one farmer did, is they switched to feed. So if you know any farmers are having problems with egg laying for their chickens, okay, get them to use goat feed. They switched to goat feed, and as soon as they switched back to goat feed, the chickens started laying eggs again. Imagine that. Imagine that. They're talking now in New Zealand by August of uh, 2023. They are going to start infecting the cattle down in New Zealand. I'm not buying any lamb anymore from New Zealand, nor will I buy anything made in New Zealand because they probably have already started this already. But they're saying um, uh, the they're going to start pumping mRNA vaccines into the livestock in New Zealand. Why are they doing it in New Zealand? Because New Zealand is way on the other side of the planet. And nobody's going to notice anything if they die of cancer or some other, you know, um, whatever other infection it may cause. Yeah, you know what? It may not be a bad idea. Get your hens and chickens. And make sure you buy your feed from a reputable source. And if you um, and if you uh, are having problems with the chicken, the first place you might want to check is your feed, and you might want to start looking at that across the board. You got a pet, cat, dog, parrot, parakeet, whatever you hamster guinea pig, whatever, you may want to start, again, making sure that the pet food you're buying isn't contaminated with that, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the one thing that they noticed, too, on the chicken farms, that when they gave them, they put the chicken feed in the pen, they wouldn't go near it. And when they let them run around and scratch and eat bugs and whatever, they were fine. Uh, Tony, did you hear they are going to turn every vaccine that exists out there into mRNA? Well, no, I didn't hear that, but I figured it was going to go that way. Again, it's a kill switch, right? It's a total kill switch. So you take the jab, you get to a certain point in time, they activate, it's all frequency activated. Uh, I think there's a link in there to, uh, in the, in the uh, show where it shows you a direct connection between frequencies and the corona or the SARS or whatever you want to call it today, bioweapon. Um, you know, I'm looking for a local co-op in granary. You may want to start looking at other means of feed and get away from the grain. The grain will all be genetically engineered. And, I, and if they're talking about, because I heard something really stupid the other day. I heard this vegan gets on the air on, on uh, Twitter and says that, okay, in the United States, organics can be, you can inject an, or, an organic, for instance, a cow or a chicken or whatever, with mRNA. That's okay. That's, they allow that in the organic food industry. How in the hell is that organic in, at any point? And in any form of the definition is beyond me. But in other words, we're corrupting the genetic code uh, the chickens and the cattle and the livestock all the way across the board. So you're eating this shit now. And eventually it will, it will over a period of time through accumulation will change your DNA. So 
she makes this comment, no, it's time to eat veggies now, you know, like this, right? And I'm thinking, how effing stupid. You know, I keep saying that we're the dumbest bipeds God has ever made, but I think vegans are even, even dumber. Even dumber. Because this gal, again, obviously doesn't have any kind of capacity to extrapolate anything. If the cows are eating the same shit she's, go she's telling everybody to eat, and they're loaded with mRNA, and they take a piss or a dump, and the farmer recycles that urine or that shit into the field and fertilizes the field with this stuff, all the vegans will get now get 100% uptake of the mRNA just from transference. This to be, like I said, when I see stuff like this, I, I have to, I, I sit back and shake my head in unbelief how anybody can be this stupid. The stupidity level is beyond, and again, this is way down in the younger realms, you know, and I and I get why they're just so dumb because they've been made dumb, but this, this kind of dumb was way out there, you know. They're doing it for the same thing to people, Tony, injecting them to get them to not produce any more eggs. Yeah, for sure, sterilization. It's contaminated for sure. They throw up more. Uh, then one wants to bury it. Uh, animals are good indicator of food quality. Well, a buddy of mine um, in uh, Croatia contacted me yesterday, and he said that the goats were the best indicator of poison food, uh, better than any an, any animal. Um, uh, oh, there you go. Um, and he was saying that a goat will not go near anything that it, that is toxic. He said, if you put something there and it walks away from it, it will not eat it. He said, uh, sheep will. Uh, and he said, um, uh, he said the two animals you'd want to keep for off, off grid are goats and chickens. You know, uh, there you go. <laughs> Only a supplement in the winter's primary, primarily. Did any? Oh yeah. Okay. I get what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're doing. Um, but even so, you're going to have to really scrutinize what you're buying because if they're putting this shit in the food supply, the animals are going to get it. And if you, you're going to get, um, uh... <laughs> 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 yummy cheese ranch flavored cricket abdomens sold on Amazon. Yum, yum. I want some. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they are stupid. They don't realize that whatever they're eating from the plant is 100% uptake. The animals will reduce that to some level, but they have absolutely no filter. No filter. No concept, no perception, nothing. You know, farmers use animal shit and waste materials as fertilizer to keep the soil up and running. Now we're putting that into the soil. What's that going to do to the bacteria of the soil? going to wipe it out you know so we'll see if we wind up we do wind up in a form some form of uh uh, uh hunger you know famine because we have poisoned the earth with mrna this is coming you know and the and any of you who do have any food you better be armed or have some kind of uh barrier 
between you and the outside because if your environment is conducive to producing real food and everybody else's food is dying because they're using the stupid shit that they're going to be told is going to be wonderful for the for the plants and for the environment guess where they're coming um you know so again um i saw that video did you see where when he was confronted by the film crew oh that's the other one okay um just put down two cats the past two days okay uh what's this 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 vicky um okay do you recommend using pmf mats Will they expel the now? I've had people talk to me about it. It doesn't seem to be as effective, to be honest with you. It offers some protection against some of the frequencies they're getting hit with, but even that is very weak. So I, I'm not, I don't try to knock anything, but the only thing that I've seen really working is what we've been putting out there. That's not blowing my own horn. That's just a response that we're getting from uh, emails. So uh as far as dealing with the nano and frequencies they're pretty weak uh again it doesn't matter about the hertz it matters about it, okay you're look at where you're at there bud five to 23 hertz okay this is what i'm saying you got to kind of think a little bit here buddy okay um uh, they're using terahertz gigahertz that's that isn't even going to be enough to scratch your ass, to be honest with you. That that these beams will go right through it like a hot knife through butter. You know, come on, wake up here a little bit. As I said, you're you're too busy being led by advertisements, advertisement science, science of advertising. Okay, start doing some research. When you're talking gigahertz and you and you're talking five to twenty-three hertz, are you kidding me? Unless you're unless you're rich and you got money, to, uh, you know, and you might just piss money out the door, then by all means, it's your money. You do what you want. But if you're not, if you're like the rest of us who have to kind of, you know, manage our, our funds, and you want to get the best bang for the buck, that ain't going to do nothing. Okay. Fire or put out damage control uh, letter addressing, trying to cover their ass. Yeah, of course. Well, how many of you seen that guy? Uh, that colored fellow that's that's doing the doing a talk in a bar or whatever about uh, he was a researcher, you know, and he is advocating his homosexuality and everything else, and saying, "Oh, you know, we made a mistake in our research, or we 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 um, frauded the research." That's all Pfizer theater. Okay, don't get when I heard that, I thought, right, this guy's going to come out in the in wide open. A multi-trillion-dollar company, and say that they purposely made a mistake, or they had a made they had made a mistake in the research, or they or they frauded the research so that they could do whatever they had to do. Imagine that. How long do you think this guy would survive? So they must have paid him buku bucks to come out there to again disinfo the whole nonsense to get everybody to look at this guy rather than Pfizer. And the, and you're hearing as well, Silly Billy, he's back in the air again. Silly Billy has made the comment that these injections don't work. They don't do anything. Okay, and now they have to come up with a new and improved version to make these better, more effective. 
Because <laughs> they don't adjust to the variance. It's incredible. Just incredible. Uh, I've used deer and goat uh, blocks, birds, raccoons, and cats eat it. My goofy dog is another story. She slaps food. She slaps food. Uh, she doesn't like out of my hand. I think it's got things in it she can smell. Yeah, probably. It's a good possibility. How much copper chloride can I add to six ounces of soap? A liquid? I would put a dropper in, a whole dropper into it. Um, you could add more or less. You could tinker with it, you know, but start off with that. They are for uh, cells, but nothing from incoming. Oh, there you go. Uh, someone told me, forget who now in conversation, the PMF is good for helping the cells regenerate, but it may be a strong, uh, may not be as strong as um, LDMP devices to knock out the nano. I don't have the hard facts uh, in though. Need to investigate more. Um, Got to run. Tony and crew. All right. Have a good one there, Mr. Waldo. Um, uh, it was you, Yanni. <laughs> Tony, what do you think about kombucha? It's supposed to have 9 billion probiotics. Well, maybe. As long as it doesn't have sugar in it. Um, there were people back in the early 2000s that were drinking this drink that had kombucha and then sugar, and they actually grew a fungi in their colon. It had to be... Um, it had to have surgery to remove it. So I it probably has some benefit. It's supposed to be fermented, a fermented green tea, so I can't see it being bad. You know, just make sure you don't take any sugar with it or, or eat any sugar shortly after using it. Well, infrared sauna, accelerate the purging of the nano after bucket. It could. It could. Now I ask why a computer programmer is involved. Well, the computer programmer is involved in the pharmaceutical industry because you cannot sue a pharmaceutical company if they put out a bad drug. You have no recourse to go after the, the drug companies. They're protected by the U.S. government. The U.S. government actually has in, invest in these drug companies. So what winds up happening, every time you buy a prescription drug, there's a dollar tax or some, some kind of tax on each drug you buy, which then gets put into a fund so if something does happen that the government the government will will uh, deal dole out dole out the payout to the people that have been uh, um, uh, hurt by the drugs. Okay, so that's how it works. Do you think moving to Costa Rica will be safe? No, not really. I fear they might use frequency weapons to activate. Well, it don't matter where you go. It, it doesn't really matter where you go. Okay, you got I got a friend of mine in Mexico right now, and the word is that they're advancing the technology there. You know, you talk to the Europeans, the same thing's going on. Now they're putting out purple lights everywhere. If you look at those purple lights, it's the 7G technology. That's designed, that technology is designed to activate injected people. Or if anybody's got a cell phone or any kind of technology that they're connected to, that's what that's designed to do. So it doesn't matter where you go. You know, you can, you can, I mean, you can go to places where you can take meters with you and do readings. And it may be safe for a while. If you know how to shield yourself, um, you can do that. 
you're planning on going off grid, you can do that. There are people that I know that went to Costa Rica and left. There are people I know that have gone to Mexico and left. You know, uh, it's all a matter of what you do, where you go, how you how you are you are um, deciding what facts you're using to make your move. If I'm going to go somewhere, the first thing I'm looking at is frequency. I don't need to go someplace I'm being bombarded with high intense frequencies. I don't want to go someplace where there's like a t- 10 towers within uh, three miles of me, which I have right now, actually. So, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it depends what you, and then you also you have to look at um, how self-sufficient are you planning on becoming? What are you going to need? Can you get access to things you need? Now, if you buy everything and have it shipped down, or can you afford the shipping? And when you do uh, go into an environment you're not familiar with, what are you going to need to protect yourself? How are you going to defend? If the government should go rogue on you, like, like our government in Canada is doing, they've actually dropped from the top 10 countries of democracy. They, they dropped below the 10, 10. I don't know where they're at right now, but it's screwed up right now. There's a lot of factors you've got to think of here. Not because you hear, again, you read about a location on some internet uh, bullshit and then you're ready to jump. You know, you got to start thinking again where, what these factors are involved. Climate, temperature, whatever. Um, so again, uh, access. And if the dollar is going to drop, what are you going to use for currency? How are you going to support yourself? You know, yeah, we all got these fairy tale ideas in our heads, but again, you got to start thinking in those terms. I think our frequencies are causing the illnesses like arthritis. Yeah, for sure. All these microwaves that we're being hit was because we got all this na- these nanites in our system. And they're being activated to network. And again, as they network in your body, they draw, they draw from you. They break down your cells. They, they, they break down your mitochondria. They, again, feed off of you. So you, these are synthetic parasites that are taking over. So when you're dealing with a synthetic parasite that's sucking you dry, you know, okay, your body is not is incapable of defending itself against this assault on its own. Um, so, and again, that was the design. Uh, I'm going to play something for you now. You're not going to be able to understand it, unless maybe, well, some of you may be able to. I couldn't. You know, but I will read the words after the song is played. Okay, because again, this again was 2011 by a group called Biohazard. Um, uh, so hold on a second here. We gotta find this theme here. Where is it? Oh, there. Okay, I'm gonna play this tune, and then I'm gonna read the words. Now remember, oh sorry, year 2001, 2001, wow, after the millennia, hold on a second, here we go, hopefully it works.
contemplated. Something else had to be done that would absolve the decision makers of guilt. Something that could be blamed upon Mother Nature. The answer, a synthetic biological agent. An agent that does not naturally exist. For which no natural immunity could have been acquired. The United States population was infected. Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, I could handle that. Today, oh, it's just noise. It's just static to me today, you know. So for those of you who have that, you know, tolerance to this uh, frequency banging that they were doing to us, <laughs> more power to you. That gave me a headache. Hi, Tony. We used to apple, onion, flavonoid mix. We got healed. You're the best. Hey, sounds good. Uh, uh, there were lots of metal bat. Yep. Um, Exactly. There you go. Um, songs like Hardcore. It, it was from a group called uh, Biohazard. It was called Unvaccinated. Uh, yeah, I get. No, I get that. My ears are still ringing. Um, <laughs> gave me a headache, actually. But anyway, I want to read the words. Um, I want to read uh, read the words to you because, again, remember, two thousand and one. Population control. The only alternative left was to increase the death rate. No one wanted to pick people out of a crowd and line them up for execution. Neither did they relish the possible consequences of an enraged public upon discovering they were being systemically murdered. Isn't that what's going on right now? Isn't that what this injection is doing? A very short but very deadly global war was contemplated. Something else had to be done. Is that what's going on right now with Russia and the West through Ukraine being the battleground? 
you know, not destroying Russia, not destroying America, not destroying Europe, but we're wiping out the Ukraine. A small, you know, insignificant consequence. We'll just wipe out that country and leave the rest alone. You know, a new way to wage war. We'll fight it in somebody else's country, just like they did with Vietnam when China and the United States were going to, going to war with each other, and Vietnam happened to be the chess piece they used. Very deadly global war was con- con- okay. Would um, uh, something else had to be done? Would absolve the decision makers of guilt? Something that could be blamed upon Mother Nature. Mother Nature doesn't exist. God's creation does. The answer. A synthetic, notice that word synthetic, biological agent. Isn't that what they did? An agent that does not naturally exist to which no natural immunity could have been acquired. Imagine that. The United States population was infected. The vaccine was administered. By the World Health Organization. Aren't they just wonderful people looking after us? Whatever causes AIDS, that's everything. Acquired immune deficiency syndrome was in the vaccine. In other words, anything that could kill you. That's what that really means. Anything they could put in there that could kill you was in that injection. I'm the first in line with a sentence on death row take a look around and feel the wind blow. And to those motherfuckers who decide our fate, annihilate, come together, and will kill their hate. Again, it gets a little bit violent here, so again, bear with me. Cut their heads off and put them on a stake, stuff their bodies in a barrel, and throw them in the lake. Let the leeches feast on their own. See, these guys are polluting the water. They shouldn't be doing that. But anyway, motherfucker, you're wrong. You're on your own. We all got to get up to... Okay, then there's another lyric here. Our population is the most serious threat to the whole future of our species. Okay? It goes into some more violence, more violence things here. Some of the stuff, they're pretty creative. The vaccine was administered by the World Health Organization. The cure will be administered to the survivors when it's decided enough people have died. Now, this is 2001. So this just goes to tell you how far back they were planning this. Okay. And what they did with this song. Oh, Kimberlina made it. Hey, there you go. What they did with this, just so you understand the noise that you heard and the screeching and all that shit that was going on. That was designed to drown out not only the words, but to erase or to... Uh, make one disregard what they were saying. See, a, a lot of you were offended and felt, uh, felt, um, you know, uh, uh, abhorred by this, by the noise, right? And that was the idea. So now you're not listening to the words; you're just feeling this, this, uh, this discomfort. So you, again, you kind of tune it off. Yet they told you what they were going to do, but you didn't pay attention, and that's their excuse. Did you post the links to those funny songs? You played, yeah, they're, uh, they're in the, um, they're in the, uh, whenever I do a show, I put all the links in just below. You see two sets of links, the links above for those people who are doing things like, you know, in this about section here where I got and below you see all the links that I used. And again, I direct you to what I'm looking at so you can see what I'm seeing. But that was 2001. 
you know, and when you hear the interview with Aldous Huxley, you know, um, it's, it's amazing um, what he was saying on, uh, on Mike Walsh back in 1958, some of the things that he was saying and what he was saying. Th these guys were all eugenists, eugenicists, and they, they, um, for whatever reason and however they got this idea about, uh, about population okay in his interview he states in there very strongly that because of the technological advances we were ha making and the different things that were going on that again they were, we were able to live longer and again as a result of living longer and producing at the same time the two are going to come to a head and um uh you would ha eventually have this this imbalance in in, uh, in life and resources would be um, again tapped. You know, so um, can you travel freely? Well, you got to take a look. Some a lot of places have opened the border, but some of the places uh, you go to may require you to get a vaccine when you leave. So you may want to look into that. Some places in the east, they, they you can get in there no problem, but to leave is another story. You know, they can force a, an injection on you. Could I drive to Mexico? Um, I think the United States. I'm not sure what's going on with the U.S. I know they had a they had some sort of um, thing going on there uh, up until January 8th, and someone has told me now they've extended it. I don't know if that's true or not. But you would have to have show proof of injection going through the U.S. So you may want to look at it. Um, 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 we need some sun. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, some telegram groups are promoting the use of chlorine dioxide for dissolving the blood clots for the vax people. Do you think chlorine dioxide is of any use? Chlorine dioxide has uses, but again, what they're propagating. Uh, Fire medic and I were having a discussion earlier this week about a lot of bullshit going on. And he actually uh, entitled a lot of these groups as cults. And he's correct. You got a peroxide cult. You got a chlorine dioxide cult. You got whatever, whatever the marketers are propagating, you get people to get on board. And all of a sudden, their product will fix everything. Everything that can go wrong nearby, just take this product and you'll be good as new without any real research or validation. You know, that's called marketing science, you know, bullshit. In order to sell a product, they make some amazing proclamations on what it can do. And a lot of times the hype is more than the reality. So these are cults. So whether or not this is going to do everything they say they do, most of the time it's no. It just isn't going to work. Some, so they do they do work on some things. They have, they will work on bacterial infections, fungal infections. Uh, they may work on mold, things of this nature. They're not going to really do much in synthetic biology, as far as stopping nano replication. That's not going to do that for sure. It may help um, when combined with. Uh, Vinegar, it has, it does, there is research to validate using the use of vinegar in conjunction with the uh, uh, chlorine dioxide uh, for doing certain things. 
I, I think I think it too will break up um, uh, uh, carbon bonds as well. I think I think I read that. So it does have merit, but again, it all depends on how you combine it and how you use it. I got uh, a guy contacting me on an email saying he uh, felt offended because I called it a bleach, and I wrote him back and said it is a bleach. You know, so is borax, so is peroxide. There's a lot of elements out there that are bleaches that have bleaching age, uh, capacity. So why there's not why they're saying that it's not a bleach is, is bullshit. But this is what it is, and but it, there's nothing wrong with it being a bleach. It does work. I mean, they used to filter water years ago by putting a couple drops in the glass of water and letting it sit there after about 15 minutes, and then they would drink the water with no no harm. So it does have benefit. There's no question it, it, it but it is not the cure all they say it is. Um, um, so, um, um, anyway, uh, it's technology. So what are promoting won't stop AI? How do you stop in the, in the form of an EMP? Well, if you're looking at what an electromagnetic pulse does, it acts as a high powered magnetic field that is being shot out at one time. So what can happen is when you do that, you can eradicate or erase your operating systems program. By doing that, you disengage it. Now, some operations have the, have a backup <clears throat> that may be shielded from an EMP, depending on how strong the EMP is, obviously. So if you hit uh, something with a strong enough EMP, for instance, if you drop a nuclear bomb, it will wipe out uh, the, the whole electronic grid wherever you're dropping it because of the amount of electromagnetic uh, pulse that will release at one time. So that's the biggest threat to America because America is so reliant on technology that if you were to drop a, for instance, an uh, uh, FOAB, a father of all bombs, and you dropped it from a high, high end at 5,000 feet and dropped it and ignited it at 1,000 feet, the magnetic field could literally wipe out the grid. That's how strong the, the uh, magnetic field would be. So again, you'd have to be down pretty deep and shielded. Um, level of egoism, lack of uh, absolutely horrible in our, well, is it our civilization? <laughs> it ain't mine. Yeah. So, um, it you know, we're dealing in a whole different uh, dichotomy today. I drank well, for the first time. It was great. Has anyone else, else of yet? <laughs> Can I use a bipolar coil in the, in the car to protect from a blue beam? It's on a different level of EMF. So because it's in the light spectrum, you might want to use um, yellow lenses or, or put a yellow tint on your on, on the area you're looking. You can buy these yellow visors that you can clip to your uh, uh, visor that you can tip down and up while you're driving. That will shield you from being hit with it. Um the, if you have the bipolar coil running in your car and you get enough power going through there, you may, be, you may block other frequencies. All righty, let me get back to uh, death and destruction. <laughs> okay, you know the first shots. Remember the first uh, shots? It says the WSA, WSJ shreds vaccine makers Biden administration over deceptive booster campaign. Now, we know the whole campaign was all bullshit, right? But the one thing I didn't realize or had forgotten, when they gave the injections, the first ones, you know, the Johnson Johnson, the AstraZeneca, they had designed these things to deal with the 
Wuhan outbreak, you know, the pandemic outbreak. So when they gave people this, and this is where the first shot, if the first shot was uh, legitimate, when they gave the first shot out, it was designed to target the corona, the boogeyman that never was. So what happened was when they did that, it stopped the immune system from developing any new antibodies for anything else that may come along. It programmed the DNA to fight just the Wuhan virus. So as a result, the immune system couldn't come up with a defense for something else. That's why people kept getting sick because the immune system now had been programmed. Uh, and, and again, tampering with things they shouldn't be trying to program a person as this is all part of the programming of a person, right? Programming their immune system to malfunction. So they're constantly being dependent on the system to give them what they need. So their immune so that operating system that they're swallowing will then activate a defense. Um, there you go. So again, um, would an EMP wipe out 6G? Yeah, it should. It would wipe out all the frequencies because, again, they're all in a magnetic spectrum. And the emitters that would be putting out the frequencies would be affected by it. So, sure, it would wipe, it would wipe out that tech. Um, you know, yeah. So, hold on. Um, let me go back here for a second. The evidence for connection between coronavirus disease 19 and exposure to radio frequency radiation. Imagine that. Imagine that. A radio frequency in direct correlation with the corona. The corona. <laughs> yeah, again, it's, it's, and you know what's even more interesting? Um, What's even more interesting is we were saying that back then, since there was no identifying protein or peptide that they could identify this with, then it had to, would have had to have been something else. You know, uh, uh, so again, looking at, um, looking at uh, all the things that they've been doing, you know, uh, it, it, again, nothing of what they're telling us has been true. You know. So, um, again, here we are today dealing with, again, more fairy tales and myth. And unfortunately, that's what we're dealing with. Fairy tales and myth. Most of the stuff today, and again, if you can get this into your heads and understand that most of the biology that we're dealing with today is synthetic biology, and most of the things today that we're being that we're being affected with are as a result of synthetic biology, that's going to go a long way in helping you find a solution. Uh, uh, you know, the... Um,
the um if you get that going in your head then all these gurus trying to sell you shit isn't going to work you'll, you'll understand and you'll begin to grasp the understanding of what you're actually dealing with then you're going to be far more further ahead in regarding to um what to do and how to do things okay and majority of the stuff that you're buying in the health food store today i have to say this again and again and again you know you are dealing with stuff that's most of, most of it, about 99.9% .9 of it is just junk. Okay, just junk. Uh, and again, what we're seeing too with all this so-called information release from the medical people, even the ones you're seeing on the airways, a lot of them are just following the narrative so they can make money. The alternative health food industry today is a, is a farce it's nothing like it used to be it's nothing that has really any solutions anymore um you know um and we'll just shut down couldn't get back on pie okay that's because you're hearing some information that you need to hear <laughs> how many times a day can i take prosthetic acid believing before my bath before as many times as you feel needed um when i got hit uh, a couple of days ago, I talked on one of the shows that I woke up one day and my knee, I couldn't bend my left knee. It, it, like, it just locked. And uh, so I hit it with the peristaltic acid. I took it and I did it four times that day. And by the end of the day, my leg was back. I could bend my leg again. So whatever was locking it down must have had some kind of carbon connection to it, you know. So again, uh, another guy, another one of our guys in our group, he's been using it topically and he's seeing results just by topical use. Stuff is coming out. Now you have to understand something and you may not see the same results because uh, he and I have been doing this for about the same amount of time, about 13 years. So we have reduced our stuff and we have broken down a lot of the uh, networking that's been involved in our bodies for quite some time. So it's our stuff is way, way down. And so when we're using this peracetic acid in conjunction with what has we've already done, we're seeing a we're seeing another layer of release that we haven't seen in a long time. I don't see a lot coming out like I used to. But after taking this stuff, what I what I concluded was that the stuff that we had broken down from the tech, using the tech so that it wouldn't be active had still been lodged inside, you know, because of, of whatever connections it had made, connecting the carbon with the with protein or a peptide, that it broke that, it's breaking that bond now that was there, that adhesion, and now it's releasing and letting go. Every time I go to the washroom and I'm sitting on the throne, when I get up, I got stuff coming out that, you know, I'm thinking, oh, wow, this is great. So then it may be embedded uh, even in the gut. I will use the spike. For instance, I'll spike my legs or I'll spike my arms or do a whole body spike or I'll spike a, a certain section like my midriff. And then when I go and, and I'll take a solution of this stuff before I do it, then when I do go, I notice that there is more, um, more debris coming out because it's all charred and burnt. So uh, that I'm seeing. And I'm seeing how a lot of the cancers that we're dealing with have been dealing with and a lot of our organ 
issues like heart and and pancreas and liver and kidneys are spleen are being infected thyroid thymus you know, even the brain because of the the uh, concentration collection of collection of this shit that's in our bodies we've been eating this crap for a long long time you know and as a result we have a lot of networks that are involved in, in interconnected throughout our systems so once we disengage it and then we flush it or once we even use this stuff to further break down those bonds a lot more will come out you'll feel a lot better after a short period of time so uh use it as as um you can use it as both maintenance and as well as preventative i mean like i said it only breaks down the water i actually think this stuff will knock out cancer cancer cells that have already started mutating because cancer loves sugar feeds on sugar so if you're breaking down the carbon bonds in the body then then the cancers will no longer have anything to feed on and I do believe it's probably feeding on the sugars in the vibe as a result of the networking uh, construction that's required by this technology to construct inside the body. And the byproduct or the damaged cells is, is the mutations of these uh, cells is from that nano. That's what I'm thinking more and more now. It's all epigenetic as far as that goes. And like I said, wherever you live, um, you know, and we got to start thinking now, all these people that took these jabs go to the toilet uh and when they go to the toilet where is that water being flushed to is it going into the filtration system can the filtration system remove or filter out that mrna that they're pissing and shitting out chances are it's no if they can't if they can't filter out birth control and they can't filter out some of the other pharmaceutical drugs. And we've got history where the pharmaceutical drugs are now, you know, in the water table and causing um, even the fish, for instance, with the uh, Valium years ago, the fish that were uh, exposed to the Valium wound up um, becoming addicted to the drugs. And people are eating that fish. So when we're looking at some of the stuff going on today, regarding the to the um <laughs> contamination or food supply in our water table but again we have to do things a lot differently and we have to think in different terms um maybe explain what synthetic biology is most of the, uh, most do not know what that entails well you got biology and you got biology created in a lab right for instance grass trees that grow have grown and evolved in creation is biology your biology you're made of protein carbs fats nutrients enzymes you know mitochondria a whole bunch of things when you take a biological agent and you modify it by either adding some kind of technology or reprogramming that biology that's a synthetic biology so if i take for instance an insect and i genetically engineered the insect so that it no longer does what it did. For instance, a grasshopper that feeds on grasses. Now I have the grasshopper feeding on protein, animal protein. I have altered the genetic code of that grasshopper. That's a synthetic biology at this point. Um, can I take persidic acid while drinking boron? I've done it, I don't, and I've seen no no negative with it. Uh, the boron it may even turn the boron 
into boric acid. So you may have another effect going on there. Uh, you may want to look that up. Combining uh, parasitic acid with boric acid. See what you find. You know, like I said, when you're doing these things, um, do some digging. You know, like you're going to put boron in the water, borax, and it's going to convert to boric acid. If it's going to convert to boric acid, then look up some research on parasitic acids with boric acid and see what you find. You know, that's how you do it. You know, for the repulsor, can I glue the magnets together if they won't stay attached? Yeah. Um, guys that were doing the neodyme, because if you're going to try to make the repulsor with the neodyme magnets, that is going to be a fight. So you may want to glue a couple of them together and tape them until the glue dries. And then remove the tape and then, again, keep adding glue and, and, and slowly build that up. It will take you a long time because the magnetic field, the repulsion gets even more exponentially um, stronger. I have actually worn the um, repulsors uh, going through these stores. And they got those, those barriers you walk through, those electronic barriers, and I've triggered them. <laughs> the repulsor went beep, 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 <laughs> as I walk through. So, yeah, they do work. Um, they hit me with something, legs hurting, like uh, um, legs hurting, like heel, magnesium, and B12, and not doing much. No, and it won't. Uh, a lot of times, the reason why your legs are hurting is because you have a lot of that, a lot of the uh, nanobiotech down the lower extremities. That's where it pushes it. So magnesium may help. B12 is not going to do much. You're going to need to add a sulfur with the magnesium in order to help alleviate that. So that combination isn't going to do much for that. And you should be disengaging that in the bucket. Do the bucket and you can then take, uh, start using Epsom salt and make it because it's a magnesium sulfur, both. So you'll get the best of both worlds. Will we have to communicate in code or special to stay as cohesive group? Um, maybe. But the other thing is I also suggested if everyone starts forming pods, you know, 10 to 12 people, we got a pretty good group um, uh, with the pod group I'm with. You know, everyone's from all over the world. We got them in Europe. We got them in North America. We got them in uh, Central America. You know, we got them in Asia. So everyone gets along really good. We're all exchanging information. Everybody has their expertise. Uh, everybody's sharing. You know, uh, and there's nothing combative about it, and that's the way it should be. It's a collaboration. It's a. It's also a comparison. I do stuff. I share what I'm seeing. Somebody else does stuff. They're sharing what they're seeing, and so we we compare notes. We can again add that, add that to a database. This is what this person saw. This is what this person saw. So, and that's how I came up with a lot of the solutions because a lot of the stuff I was giving people. Um, uh, gave me feedback. When we did the STS on the YouTube channel, I got feedback from everywhere. And I'd say about 80-85% of the people had the same exact result I did. Then there was the other 15%. Some it didn't do anything. Some it caused some problems. Some, you know, and it was like, I, I couldn't believe it didn't do anything for some people. But again, I, I was able to make an analysis by what, how many people used it, how many people responded, and the results were pretty good for, for the most part. Now, some people can have a reaction to it, some and very little. It was, the numbers are very few, one or two out of whatever. You know. And some people may not see re results within the first month or the first time they attempt it, 
but we saw that by the second or third month for sure shit came out of them literally um um there we go um so maxwell is the stop chemtrails people don't like it um we will see about that. I mean, like I said, you know, they're, they're boarding the United States. So we'll see what goes on. Yes, my left knee is locking too, right? Um, your back is out. Okay, no more chandeliering. You're not 20 years old anymore. You got to lay off that chandelier. Um, try your bass in, in magnesium sulfate and add borax, borax to it and baking soda. Uh, the baking soda and the borax will pull radiation out of the body. The borax will amplify the magnesium, and the magnesium and the sulfur will pull any other kind of metals out. So this will help flush out and, again, alleviate the kidneys. If the kidneys are the cause of the back issue, you know, then this will have a, a you know, a good effect on that. Uh, no, you can just take it orally. Just, you can take the peracetic acid orally. Uh, you can try it topically if you want. Like I said, this is something relatively new, so I don't know how far we can go yet. Um, uh, yep. Um, so, uh, again, um, see where, see what happens. You may even want to pour a cup of it. You may want to pour a cup of it in the water. See how that works as well. You know, uh, cause like I said, it's a super oxidizer. So it should increase the oxygen levels in the body. And again, it breaks down the water. So, uh, yeah, try it. You know, I can't see it. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, um, see here. Do you get diarrhea from using the spike? Ah, uh, it can happen. It can happen. Um, it can regulate you. You got to remember, you got a lot of crap in your colon. So, and I don't mean shit. I mean nanotechnology, fullerenes, dendromeres, lattices. You know origami it's all there it's all in there so anything you do in regarding to disengagement may cause could cause a diarrhea effect uh it may cause an expulsion effect in other words you go to the toilet and it just explodes right out of you which is good because it's out and again just reload with bacteria foods with high high in bacteria like yogurt kefir yuslanka or, or anything fermented dairy wise um so it, it can happen for sure. <clears throat> you know, I have had it where I've done my uh, spike and I've done a parasitic acid and I've gone like four times in a day. And every time I, I, uh, I go, I see, you know, wonderful technology coming out of my backside. So, you know, it's not like I'm, I, like I say, I scratch my head. Uh, there are also apps and walk in, walk in, I called go 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 tenna for all, for off grid communication as long as the phone is charged. Okay. Any frequency you're going to use in an off grid situation can be tracked. Remember that. Doesn't matter what you're using, it can be tracked. That's why I said if somebody's going to go off grid, tech your <clears throat> your tech days are done. You know you're going to have to use some other means of communication. You know. Uh, so old fashioned high off, uh, I'm thinking a good practice to start taking before and after meals. Yep. That's not a bad idea either. 
Uh, what I did yesterday, I had a meal. Um, I think shortly before the meal, I had uh, taken some kind of beverage. I forget what I did then. Had the meal. Then after the meal, I, I pulsed my, uh, spiked my um, my gut area um, for about 15 minutes. And then later went to the washroom. And whatever was in the food came out. Literally, I mean, I don't mean I had diarrhea or whatever, but I had whatever nano was in there came out. Um, so again, you can try. Like I said, you know, there is no set way at this point. It's just a matter of just try things out, you know, see how they work. Some things may work for you. Some things may not. So again, that's what I do. I'll, I'll do a body spike. I'll do a belly spike. I'll do a leg spike. I'll do an arm spike, you know, so I hit the whole system. I'll even spike underneath my, behind my ears. Sometimes I go across my head, my forehead, my temples, um, you know, so anyway, um, so please follow my account. It's about women in the engineering field. Okay. Um, here we go. Where are we at here? Now, I'm that far behind. Holy cow. What's the best remedy for flatulence enzymes, enzymes, uh, increasing your hydrochloric acid and also determine what food is causing the problem. You know, if the, uh, again, any food that has a high fiber content, a high dense fiber content is going to cause these issues. So again, you know, what are you eating? What's causing the gas, you know, and again, how old are you? If you're past 40, even past 50, uh, a lot of times, um, if you're low in enzymes, and so you may want to incorporate more enzymes before and after a meal. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's see here. There we go. Okay, yeah, skip the beans. All right, let me get back to the show. <laughs> let me get back to the show. Uh, okay. Let's see here. We got that. Here we got that. Uh, what's this? Here we got that. We already did that one. Give me a second. I'm just going through it real fast. I want to. I think I want to play. Um, hey guys, back oop, in August. Oop, wrong one. Yeah, we can play this. Too. No, this is, this is something else. Uh, I get to that in a second. Where are we here? Okay, I'm going to play a little bit of this interview. With Aldous Huxley, I want you to pay attention to some of the things that he's mentioning here. And you can see even further back, you know, like I said, the whole theme, the year 2020 up will be the theme of planicide. We're actually in, enacting the whole planicide situation, just like they did in the 1920s. We're repeating the 1920s. So when you hear this guy talk, like I said, he's, he, I mean, listen to him very closely in his, his uh, interview here. Um, because like I said, he, <laughs> back then too, they were smoking cigarettes on television while they're doing the interview. Again, you'll never see that today. <laughs> All right, hold on. Here we go. And what are the enemies? of freedom here in the United States. 
Well, I don't think you can say who in the United States. I don't think there are any sinister persons deliberately trying to rob people of their freedom. But I do think, first of all, that there are a number of impersonal forces which are pushing in the direction of less and less freedom. And I also think that there are a number of technological devices which anybody who wishes to use can use to accelerate this process of going away from freedom, of imposing control. What are these forces and these devices, Mr. Hudson? I should say that the, uh, there are two main impersonal forces. Uh, uh, the first of them is not exceedingly important in the United States at the present time, though very important in other countries. Uh, this is the force which in general terms can be called overpopulation, the, the mounting pressure of population pressing upon existing resources. Uh, this, of course, is an extraordinary thing. Something is happening which has never happened in the world's history before. I mean, let's just take a, a simple fact that between the time of the birth of Christ and the landing of the Mayflower, the population of the Earth doubled. It rose from 250 million to probably 500 million. Today, the population of the Earth is rising at such a rate that it will double in half a century. Well, why should overpopulation work to diminish our freedoms? Well, in a number of ways. I mean, the, the um, experts in the field, like Harrison Brown, for example, pointed out that in the underdeveloped countries, actually the standard of living is at present falling, that people have less to eat and less goods per capita than they had 50 years ago. And as the position of these countries, the economic position becomes more and more precarious, obviously the central government has to take over more and more responsibility for keeping the ship of state on an even keel. And then, of course, you're likely to get um, social unrest under such conditions with, again, an, inv uh, an intervention of the central government. So I think uh, one sees here a pattern which seems to be pushing very strongly towards a totalitarian regime. And unfortunately, as in all these uh, underdeveloped countries, the only highly organized political party is the Communist Party, it, it looks rather as though they will be the heirs to this uh, uh, unfortunate process, that they will step into the power, position of power. Well, then, ironically enough, the, one of the greatest forces against communism in the world, the Catholic Church, according to your thesis, would seem to be pushing us directly into the hands of the communists because they are against birth control. Well, <laughs> Did you hear this? Did you actually hear that? The Catholic Church would be the bane of America by pushing us toward a communistic system. Now, again, the real communism that's, that, again, is the real definition of communism is not what we've always meant it to be. They, this is, how, again, how they have, again, um, reverse speech everything. Um, and we have to understand that a lot of the things that we are looking today at what they're calling a democracy isn't a democracy either. You know, uh, uh, so uh, the, the whole... I mean, basically, America and Canada and, and the free world has been under a fascist system forever. Corporations control these countries. Banks control these countries. You don't really have any rights. You have a privilege. You have a privilege in the corporate in the corporations, what you have. 
That's what we really have today. We don't have a democracy. And your vote means very little. And I've said that many a time. You can go pull that lever all you want to. They've already decided who's going to be where, when, where, and how. You know, you have no claim to anything. And now they're trying to take everything away from you so they can further exert their control. So they can become more profitable, as, as some people say. So anyway, he's talking about totalitarian regimes. Well, we're, in, we're heading toward a totalitarian regime. Look at Canada. Look at Canada. This is the joke of, of the world today. The... We have the court jester destroying this country from within and from without. You have the same thing going on in New Zealand and then Australia. These are the the um, countries that are away from everything, pretty much. Canada, even though it's close to the states and to Europe, it is such a broad and big country. It's expansive, and it's again, it's isolated. So when we're looking at what's going on here and, and how they are destroying this country the, and the rest of the uh, Commonwealth, um, take note because this, the, we are the prototype. Uh, we are the prototype of what they're planning to do to the rest of the world. This is why, again, we haven't stopped anything in this country. There's been some uh, blips and burps. But as you can see, Bill Gates is going to still continue with his drug and pharmaceutical companies that he owns to further uh, uh, create a new, a new and improved injection to further take you out. This is not about, again, healing anything. They're not curing anything. As you can see, we have no cure. There's no cure coming from these injections. There is no fix. Just a perpetuating of problems and issues to keep on perpetuating a uh, research and development so they can keep on making money. So again, this is a totalitarian system already being implemented in the pharmaceutical industry. You are under their control. They want to further exert that control by making you more and more dependent on their, their biology and, their, and their, their pharmacopoeia. They don't want you healthy. They don't want you to be free of any disease. I had a, a person contact me this week about getting uh, some dental work done. And the dental work that they had had already had crowns or something. I forget what they're doing. And I said, the reason why you're having problems with your teeth is because they may have put a transmitter inside your tooth the last time you fixed it. Haven't you ever noticed how you have to go to a dentist every couple of years to get those teeth that you just got repaired three or four years ago now need work again? <clears throat> you mean to tell me they can't put some kind of compound in your tooth so that the tooth will regrow and seal itself indefinitely? See, they have, we have that. The science is available. But instead, what they're doing with the new fillings, they're all nanotechnology, nanoparticles, and the combination of these particulates and whatever they implant inside the tooth turns it into a transmitter. Now they can track you anywhere you go, wherever you go. Those frequencies are damaging the teeth. But again, we're told it's sugar. All the sugar you're eating is causing you to have tooth decay. Really? How about the frequencies that are being emitted from your mouth? Um, uh, yeah, that, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Uh, the, the New Zealand administrator, I would call him, not a prime minister, an administrator, because the other prime minister stepped down. He is planning on perpetrating the agenda to go door to door and make sure every New Zealander is injected. What a load of shit. Talk about a totalitarian system going on right under our noses. That's what I'm saying. The outer perimeter of the of the Commonwealth is being prototyped into this bullshit. 
you know, uh, so yeah, every time you go back to get that tooth fixed, so again, to re, re, um, reboot or put a new and improved antenna into your mouth. So you continue to transmit frequencies. Uh, uh, if AI can come up with a better medic medication, why can't AI come up with, well, it's following the, it's following the narrative. Why would AI want to help us? It sees us as a threat. And part of this, this planet-side mutilation that's going on is all coming from these operating systems that, that comes from AI. Look, they came up with 40,000 different pharmaceutical agents that can kill, kill you. AI did this. AI now can create peptides and proteins all on its own. So we're, we're like I said, we're already in a totalitarian system. It's now becoming more embedded uh, and more entrenched let's say in the um in our lives after i think my generation is gone or the generation that, that again spawned me if you will once we're gone i think it's going to be a, a lot easier for them to impo impose their their will because they're, i mean i'm looking at a 20 year old vegan saying oh they're putting mrna we should eat our veggies stupid as can be not realizing that the shit and the piss is coming from the cows and the livestock is going back into the field anyway. All this orgasmically organic crap that they think they're eating. Again, the stupidity knows no bounds here. Uh, so anyway, uh, I don't go to the dentist. I have no fillings, crown. Okay, I have any issues. I use your, okay, cool. Let me continue playing this thing with Huxley because I think it's important. Um, I'm going to see. I got to keep track of the time here. Hold on. Here we go. Let's let's listen to this guy for a little bit. Here we go. Well, I think this strange paradox probably is true. There is a. It's a, an extraordinary situation, actually. I mean, one has to look at it, of course, from a biological point of view. The whole essence of, uh, of biological life on Earth is a question of balance. And what we have done is to practice death control in a most uh, intensive manner without uh, balancing this with the uh, birth control at the other end. Consequently, the uh, birth rates remain as high as they were, and death rates have fallen substantially. <clears throat> All right, then. So much for the time being, anyway, for overpopulation. Another force that is diminishing our freedoms. Well, another force which I think is very strongly operative in this country is the force of what may be called over-organization. Uh, as technology becomes more and more complicated, it becomes necessary to have more and more elaborate organizations, more hierarchical organizations. And incidentally, the advance of technology has been accompanied by an advance in the science of organization. It's now possible to make organizations on a larger scale than was ever possible before. And so that you have more and more people living their lives out as subordinates in these hierarchical systems controlled by bureaucracies, either the bureaucracies of big business or the bureaucracies of big government. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the devices that you were talking about, are there specific devices or uh, uh, methods of communication which diminish our freedoms in addition to overpopulation and overorganization? Well, there are certainly devices which can be used in this way. 
I mean, let us uh, take a, a piece of very recent and very painful history is the uh, propaganda used by Hitler, which was incredibly effective. I mean, what, what were Hitler's methods? Hitler used terror on the one kind, brute force on the one hand, but he also used a very efficient uh, form of, uh, of propaganda, which uh, uh, he was using every modern device at that time. He didn't have TV, but he had the the radio, which he used to the fullest extent, and was able to uh, impose his will on an immense mass of people. I mean, the Germans were highly educated people. Well, we're aware of all this, but how do you equate Hitler's use of propaganda with the way that propaganda, if you will, is used, let us say, here in the United States? Are you suggesting that uh, there is no, a parallel? Needless to say, it's not being used in this way now, but uh, I... I the point is, it seems to me, that there are, are methods at present available, methods superior in some respects to, to Hitler's method, which could be used in a bad situation. I mean, I, well, what I feel very strongly is that we mustn't be caught by surprise by our own advancing technology. This has happened again and again in history, where technology has advanced, and this changes social conditions. And suddenly people have found themselves in a situation which they didn't foresee and doing all sorts of things they didn't really want to do. Well, now, what do you mean? Do you mean that we, we develop our television, but we don't know how to use it correctly? Is that the point that you're making? Well, at present, the television, I think, is being used uh, quite harmlessly. It's being used, I think, uh, I would feel it's being used too much to distract everybody all the time. But, I mean, imagine, which must be the situation in all communist countries, where the television, where it exists, is always saying the same thing the whole time. It's always driving along. It's not creating a wide front of distraction. It's creating a one-pointed uh, drumming in of a single idea all the time. It's obviously an immensely powerful instrument. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about the potential misuse of the instrument. Exactly. We have, of course, all technology is in itself morally neutral. These are just powers which can either be used well or ill. It's the same thing with atomic energy. We can either use it to blow ourselves up, or we can use it as a substitute for the coal and the oil which are running out. You've even written about the use of drugs in this light. Well, now, this is a very interesting subject. I mean, in this book that you mentioned, this book of mine, Brave New World, uh, I postulated a substance called Soma, which was a very versatile drug. It would... Uh, make people feel happy in small doses, it would make them see visions in medium doses, and it would send them to sleep in large doses. Well, I don't think uh, such a drug exists now, nor do I think it will ever exist, but we do have drugs which will do some of these things, and I think it's quite on the cards that we may have drugs which will profoundly change uh, our mental states without doing us any harm. I mean, this is the the pharmacological revolution which has taken place, that we have now powerful mind-changing drugs which, physiologically speaking, are almost costless. I mean, they are not like opium or like coca, uh, cocaine, which uh, do change the state of mind, but uh, leave terrible results physiologically and morally. Mr. Huxley, in your new essays, you state that these various enemies of freedom are pushing us toward a real-life, brave new world, and you say that it's awaiting us just around the corner. First of all, can you detail for us what life in this brave new world, which you fear so much, or what life might be like? 
Well, to start with, I think this kind of the dictatorship of the future, I think will be very unlike the dictatorships which we've been familiar with in the immediate past. I mean, take another book prophesying the future, uh, which was a very remarkable book, uh, George Orwell's 1984. Well, this book was written at the height of the Stalinist regime and just after the Hitler regime. And he, there he foresaw a dictatorship using entirely the methods of terror, the methods of physical violence. Now, I, I think what, what is going to happen in the future is the dictators will find, as the old saying goes, that you can do everything with bayonets except sit on them. But if you want to preserve your power indefinitely, you have to get the consent of the ruled. And this they will do, partly by drugs, as I foresaw in, uh, in Brave New World, partly by these uh, new techniques of, uh, uh, of propaganda. They will do it by bypassing the sort of rational side of man and appealing to his uh, subconscious and his uh, deeper emotions and uh, his physiology even. And so making him actually love his slavery. <laughs> there was a movie out called Elysium. That's exactly what he's talking about. They would inject themselves every time they heard a gong to keep their, them, themselves in a sedated state. So they would function but not be able to rationally think in any way, shape, or form. Well, we got that going on today. How many people are on some sort of pharmaceutical today? How many are taking antidepressants? How many are taking, you know, some of the, the medications that, again, affect the capacity to even think correctly? Look at, all these, look at all these marijuana places all over the place now. You know, how many of them? We, 20 years ago, marijuana was a demon. 30 years ago, it was a demon. The only way you can get the stuff is somebody knew who was growing it or bringing it in. Now it's on every corner. You need a you're, you're having a bad day. Go see your doctor. Write just some kind of script. You know, uh, fentanyl, oxycotons, whatever, just so that you can feel better. It's all about how we feel. You know, even among these 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 uh, evangelicals, you know, it's about feeling. I felt the spirit today, and I feel that God is feeling. I want to know if it's God talking to me, and I just don't want to just feel it. I want to know it. You know, there's a difference, and there's a difference between rationalizing and being emotionalizing. And they got everybody in the, in the realm of the emotional end of things. And so as a result, people are misinterpreting a lot of things. They're believing a lot of bullshit that, they, again, you know, all oh, the great universe and the conscious convent and all this blah, 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 and these aliens are talking to me and I'm feeling, I'm just feeling so whatever they're feeling, you know. Uh, we are looking at today the very thing he was talking about and the objective that they were talking about. This, again, this is planned. This goes back all the way back to 1920 with the eugenicists and then after, after that, the 1950s, when this guy started coming out, with his book and the somebody actually made a movie about it. You know, the new uh, Brave New World. You can actually go watch that. You can see the, the what they were perpetrating there. Basically, people were being farmed. They were genetically uh, engineering and creating their genetics. They were eliminating all defects, and then they gave them each a status: an alpha, beta, whatever, right on down the line. You fit the system. 
Okay, you didn't make any life for yourself. The life was already decided for you. That's what people want today. They want somebody else to do the thinking for them. They want somebody else to be responsible for their actions. They don't want to take any responsibility. They don't want to think. If they were a thinking people today, we would not have had this bioweapon released the way it was. Everybody would have told them, Chuck, you Farley on this, but they all went along with it. Yeah. Yeah, I seen the movie. I looked at the movie. I, I, I bypassed the book and I seen the movie. And I'll tell you, the movie pretty well, from what I understand, from people who read the book, was pretty accurate. And AI was running the show then. It got to a point where artificial intelligence kept mankind in a subdued uh, condition, totally reliant on the system. You know, um, uh, so again, um, education, media programming, you know, the music of the 60s, 70s that has been propagating the mind control effects. Religions that have come out now with their with their bullshit and their their uh, misleading of the people. This is what God wants for you, and you know, give me your money. God wants this. Give me your money. You know that kind of bullshit. And this is going on throughout all the religions throughout the world. You know, programming. Yeah, pretty much. So we're I, and again to cut through this shit is like you'd, you'd need a, a, a blowtorch today. That's how much crap we're, we're dealing with. Okay, let me play some more of him, and then we're going to jump to something else. And then, you, again, the links will be in the show, so you can click on it and listen to the whole thing. And you begin to realize that this stuff was all planned. These guys weren't smart. They were in on it. They were part of the developers of the pro program that we are seeing going on right now today. They've centralized the governments. They're trying to further centralizing all the governments. They're creating a war in Ukraine, just like they did in, in uh, 1984. So there's always a bad guy. There's always somebody there to terrorize the population to keep them in control. If the religion won't do it, then war will. You know, the, the political strife will create the problem. It's always been the case. You know, nothing's changed. Nothing new. None, nothing new under the sun. You know, the. Uh, the, the same thing happened in, you know, in Egypt with the Hebrews. They kept them in a sedated state. They wanted their freedom. And then when they got their freedom, what did they do? They went right back to a golden cow, an effing cow. I can't believe this. You know, I, I still think about this, how effing whatever. But anyhow, again, and the same thing will happen. If you're asking God to set you free and then you go right back to the very thing that has enslaved you, you never really wanted your freedom. You know, you and again, this is why they went through 40 years in the desert. They had to purge and expunge that program and that operating system that had them under control. So when you ask for deliverance or freedom, now you have to break the program. That goes without saying. And that's what everybody has to realize that once you be, again, when Jesus used to say to everybody, you know, be healed but and sin no more. What he was saying is, whatever got you in that condition, don't go back to it. That's what he was saying. So again, these are things that you, you may want to keep in mind, you know, because healing is a process. It's not just getting healed. It's then maintaining the, the right course of action so you don't go back to the same shit that got you there in the first place. And that's one thing that mankind, for some reason, we get every third generation, we wind up right back to square one. And I have no, no idea why. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. 
where I go. Ah, here we go. I mean, I think this is the danger, that actually people may be, in some ways, happy under the new uh, regime, but they will be happy in a situation where they oughtn't to be happy. Well, let me ask you this. You're talking about a world that could take place within the confines of a totalitarian state. That's become more immediate, more urgent about it. We believe, anyway, that we live in democracy here in the United States. Do you believe that this brave new world that you talk about uh, could, let's say, in the next quarter century, the next century, could come here to our shores? I think it could. I mean, I, I, that's why I feel it's so extremely important here and now to start thinking about these problems, not to let ourselves be taken by surprise by the uh, new advances in technology. I mean, the, for example, in, in regard to the use of the of the drugs, we know there's enough evidence now for us to be able, on the basis of this evidence, and using a certain amount of creative imagination, to foresee the kind of uses which could be made in a, uh, by people of bad will with these things, uh, and to attempt to, to forestall this. And in the same way, I think with these other methods of uh, propaganda, we can foresee and we can do a good deal to forestall, I mean, after all, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. You write in Enemies of Freedom, you write specifically about the United States. You say this, writing about American political campaigns. You say, all that is needed is money and a candidate who can be coached to look sincere. Political principles and plans for specific action have come to lose most of their importance. The personality of the candidate. The way he is projected by the advertising experts are the things that really matter. Well, this is, uh, uh, during the last campaign, there was a great deal of uh, this kind of uh, statement by the advertising managers of the campaign parties, this idea that the, uh, the candidates had to be merchandised as though they were soap or toothpaste, and that you had to depend entirely on the personality. I'm, I mean, the personality is important, but there are certainly people with an extremely amiable personality, particularly on TV, who might not necessarily be very good uh, uh, in political uh, positions of political trust. <laughs> Merchandise and marketing and Hollywood and look at all the presidents that we've had in the United States. Look at all the prime ministers we have had in Canada since the 1980s. They're about as useless as three tits on a horse. Seriously. All they had, all they had was personality and swag and a marketing campaign to market them into the position of power. And they're absolutely impotent in every level. Look at the current goofballs we have in North America. Look at look at Trudeau. He's a court jester at best. The only reason he's in there is because he's got the name and he had a marketing campaign and he fits an image. That's the only reason he's there. He's a blundering idiot. Look at the one you got in the United States. Guy's ridden, ridden with Alzheimer's. He doesn't know what plan he's on half the time. And that's controlling... The one of the most powerful countries in the world today, and yet doesn't have a clue of any sense of reality. And unfortunately, this 
pandemic is being spread across the planet. We have theater, nothing more. Nothing more. Okay, I'm going to play one more thing, and hopefully we can get it in. I mean, I missed it on the last show. Okay, I'm going to play this real quick. It's only about, yeah, about, I think, a minute or so. What is it? Six minutes. All right, we'll just have enough time. Here we go. I presented this information on SGT report. And what I presented was some form of energy weaponry, I believe, that was tested on my community. Or during this interview, I did say that if I ever captured it again, I will let you guys know. So that's why I'm here today is to show you guys what I've captured. So today is January 25th, 2023 in the controller's timeline. So today they had a heavy presence of what only could appear to be helicopter drills. And obviously, you know, this isn't a helicopter club. So you know what I mean? The level of vibration that resonated through our house and reverberated into your bones and your cells, it felt like they were giant in nature. We couldn't see them today, obviously, because once again, it's heavily clouded for no apparent reason, right? Anyway, so we can't see them because of the so-called cloud, but I felt slightly lightheaded. So here they go. So I went out, grabbed my meter, and this is what I found. So before I show you what I found today, I'll just also show you what I presented on SGT report back in August. This is an image of the pulses of the radio frequency or the RF attack that were uh, being emitted ostensibly by that airplane. So, this is what I captured today. Okay, you can you, you can hear the rest of it when you click on the link. But going back to going off grid, now you know now you know what one of the requirements are going to be in order to locate something that's going to be relatively safe. They can hit you anytime, any place, anywhere. And you need to understand it's not just going to be a simple take pick up and move somewhere. You can move into the to the den of iniquity if you don't know what you're doing. And he's showing you here. A repeat of what happened at a previous time with these frequencies. So again, we're no longer living in the good old days, and there isn't this this house on the prairie mentality. 
that you got to have. It's not just a simple up and go and start farming and building a life. You're going to have to do that too, but it's going to be doing that a little bit differently today than you did, you know, a hundred years ago, because we are dealing with a whole new environment and a whole new dichotomy. It's not as easy as it sounds. And it's good to go with people that are of like-minded so that you have backup, you know. And if you have areas and pods all around that you can connect with and, and to form your own community of bartering and trade, that will go a long way. Because everyone will be able to access different things. But then that's another thing for another point. Anyway, we're running out of time. So I wanted to get these last few things in. There's a lot to, in today's show. The There are a ton of links in today's show to again point out that we are dealing with a planet-side assault on everybody. No exemptions. There's nobody, no, nobody's going to be saved here. Everyone is going to have to understand that we are in a war uh, and we are dealing with a whole different paradigm. And the interesting thing is it's not the Russians that are going to assault us because they're assaulting their own people. It's not the Chinese that are going to assault, they're assaulting their own people. It's not the U.S. The U.S. is assaulting its own people. Every country is assaulting everybody's, their own people. That's where we got to wake up. And that's where we have to realize that the real war going on is within the countries themselves, done by the political stripe. The, the Hollywood actors are just reading off of a script. We got to quit high, uh, voting for actors. And we got to, again, the votes don't mean nothing. But we have to start dealing with things today that, uh, again, have solutions. And you're not going to get it from the government. You're not going to get it from the medical. You're not going to get it from science. The science today has been completely inverted. You're going to have to do it through the old-fashioned way, research, trial, and error. Only way. Okay, and I'll leave you on that note because, again, uh, we are in a, like I said, we're in a war. And check out the links. Share the show. I got to tell you that the shows have been doing well. The numbers have been going up. Even today, I had a big jump in from Hungary, which I was really surprised. So again, I'm throwing out a thank you to the Hungarians that have been downloading the shows. All righty. As always, I say at the end of these shows, you know, read the gospel. Read what Jesus had to say. You know, read and, and you know, see what was going on back in those. Nothing's changed. He was dealing with a theocracy. That was controlling the people at that time and causing problems. And he was outspoken about it. Cost him his life, but he came back so that we could be so that we could leave. So again, read the gospels, read the book of Revelations. It's talking about an interdimensional war that's happening. It's happening right now as I'm speaking. It's going on. It's going on in different forms and fashions. And now we're seeing this the other horse. I forget which horse, the color of the horse was, uh, I think red or whatever. Pestilence was the first one. Hunger is out there now. Hunger is coming around the corner. They're killing our animals so that we cannot eat. Keep that in mind. Polluting the planet. So again, check out the book. Check out the New Testament itself. Read it. Share it. Get to know it. All righty. As I always say in these shows as well, we are still here. By the grace of God, remember that. So until the next segment, and thanks for tuning in, the next show will be Monday, 6 p.m., just in case I screw up on the time. Monday, 6 p.m., so we'll see you then. All right, so the next segment, to your health, take care. <laughs>